Once again, never, ever, ever gets old. It's easy, bro. It's easy, peasy. They don't know. Yeah. How was your week, man? <laughs> this, this, okay. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> let me let me get. I'll, I'll get mine out of the way. I had. A, it's been a tired week. I don't know. It's been a meh week so far. It's been blah. Meh is better than my week. All right. Well, I don't know. I just feel like the yeah. I just I had no um. What's the word? Energy to do anything this week. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Did you work out? It was weird. No. And I haven't been, and I I can't even front. Like I was mad, like depressed because I was like, I worked this hard and I can't go to the gym right now. I mean, the gym's not end all be all Elliot or what's I know, but it's like, I, I was making a lot of progress and I was like, well, dang, I can't, I can't like, uh, do anything right now. So I was like, oh, this is just lame. You know, what we should do. Hmm. We should like have like a conflict and interest vlog video of us, us working out of us, like getting in shape. Oh, like a, like a progress video thing yeah. like where people just yeah. follow with us. That would, that would it actually could be, be like a, cool. I don't know how it would work, but a 30 day thing. Yeah. And then we could like vlog ourselves. And then after the whole process, we can like make a video and mm. then put that on YouTube. Yeah. I like, I like the TikToks of, um, and TikTok's algorithm is actually absolutely insane where it's like, if you search it up and like something that you watch consistently, your feed will just be covered in it. Oh, so yeah. a lot of my feed right now is covered in like, uh, like exercise stuff, a lot of dark humor, but also, you know, the, the, like essentially like the 30, the, what you were talking about, the 30 second vlog. So like they film essentially waking up yeah, their, what their day is. I love those. Those are great. And it we actually should do that. We should, it low key motivates me to like do stuff in like my life. Like it's I like want to accountability do too. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. Hopefully the rest of the week works out a little bit better, but yeah, it's just been kind of, I'll convince Elliot to do it off camera for you guys. I won't make him commit Honestly. on camera yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, you, I don't even have a, 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 like a TikTok. Um, I don't use TikTok. TikTok. I, I don't even I, watch TikToks. I thought it was the dumbest app for a long time because I thought it was just people doing stupid dances on it for like millions of views for no reason. But then I got on it and then I'm like, I am very much addicted to it. Like it's low key addiction. Yeah, I think Priya is too. Every it's second, yeah, just you're, like you're, every second, just on, just on TikTok, and I'm like, I can't. I like. I was scrolling through my feed, and then I find it. I see her posting like a makeup thing, and then also something to right? do with your with your house, bro. <laughs> Talk about your week, <laughs> bro. Segway. I'm looking at the camera. I'm gonna insert some like dun 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 music. Yeah, Bruh. Okay. Let me paint this scene for you guys, okay? Go for it. It's, what day was it? Two days ago, I think. Right? Monday, yeah. I'm in the studio. I'm cooking, right? I'm making hits, bro. I'm Mm -hmm. vibing. Like, I'm making a hit. I'm here like, oh, like, I'm getting it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I'm recording, 
I can't hear anything because I got headphones on, right? Mm-hmm. So I only hear when I sing my line and then stop, right? Because I got to mm-hmm. pause it, play it back and listen, right? So just like that quick second of like, I can hear around me, right? Yeah. So in that quick second, I hear like footsteps of Priya, but this time they're like really, really fast. Okay. Like abnormally fast. So in my head, I'm like, dang, she saw another mouse. Cause we've had mice. <laughs> we've like, we've had a few mice in our place since we moved in. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh man, there's another mouse. It just ran on her toe. She's about to freak out. Come get me to go get it. Right. You got to go kill it. Yeah. So she burst in the room and you know what she says? <laughs> oh boy. She know what she says, y'all? She goes, the roof is on fire. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> the roof is on fire. Like she's doing a Nelly music video, fam. <laughs> so your so, building was on fire. So I'm like, instantly I'm like, okay, see, like you don't plan for this kind of stuff. Maybe some of you guys do. I know that there's some like white people out there that have like escape Bunkers. plans for everything. Yeah. yeah. Probably the white people that like hunt. Like people that hunt, I feel like are ready for situations like this. I wasn't. So in that moment, when someone says the roof is on fire in yeah. like an urgent voice, what goes to your head? Panic mode, <laughs> right? Just panic. So for, I didn't panic. I've, I, I've never like, you know, like fight, flight or freeze. Oh, I've yeah, never yeah. been a freezer or a flighter. I've always been a fighter, Right. You're going to punch the fire. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, like, I didn't, I didn't panic. I get right? it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But first thing I go to think is like, what? Like, I need to know yeah. what's going on. But then I think about what she just said and I'm like, I don't think I should ask. I think I should just trust her and ask later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. Cause I'm like, I don't think this is the kind of thing where I should be like figuring out what's going on before I move. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get up. And she like runs into the, um, the bedroom to like go like put yeah. like clothes to go outside in. Sure. So I go, I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, the roof is on fire. Jeez. And I'm like, okay, what? Right. So I'm still, it's still registering in my head. Yeah. I hear a knock at the door. We've had construction workers on the roof, like, like repairing mm-hmm. our roof. So I guess those guys were the ones that discovered it, whatever. Knocking on our door. So I answered the door. Mm-hmm. The guy, the, in the, the most nerdy voice ever, he's like, um, yeah, like the roof is on fire. So uh, <laughs> if you have any pets or anything, you guys should get out. What? <laughs> Just casually, it's like, yeah, it's kind of burning over there, but you know, right? gotta get out. So I'm like, okay. My, and my brain's now like, okay, what do I need? Mm-hmm. Right? Run back to the studio, grab the laptop. Smart. And I, and the thing is, I was in the middle of a session, right? Oh. So I just unhooked everything. I didn't even like check. I just made sure I grabbed the laptop. Yeah. Grab it. And then I grabbed my hard drive. Yep. Because the hard drive has my music. It has all the people I mix for his music. Yeah, you don't want It has that. all mm-hmm. the podcast, like everything, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'd rather lose the laptop than the hard drive. Yes. Right. So I grabbed just those two things. I didn't even bring the charger, bro. 
I'm looking at the brand new mic we just got. Oh, yes. And I'm like, I can't unhook this right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and my goodness. And the thing is, I don't know how bad this fire is. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, do I risk it? Do I just unplug it? Do I bring the whole mic stand with the mic? Nah, just leave it. So yeah. I just grabbed the laptop and the wow. hard drive. And then we bounced. Dang, man. So as I'm going outside now, I can mm-hmm. see the smoke coming down. Like, you've been to my place, right? So imagine yeah. if like yeah, you're yeah. walking out the door, you open the door and you see smoke coming from the roof. Jeez. Right? So that's what all I heck? see. And I look out and it looks like everybody else in the building is already outside. So mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, we got to go. Priya's running around frantically. I'm like, yo, let's go, let's go, let's go. She's grabbing something. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, yo, like, let's go. We could die. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. So we finally get outside and the fire trucks are already there. And we live downtown. So like the fire station is like, like not even, it's not even like two minutes away. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time I've ever seen like firefighters in like action. Yeah. Like not just like car accident action, but like lights, camera, movie type action, you know? Mm-hmm. So fire truck pulls up like seven, six, seven firefighters jump out. And I saw it in slow motion. Like <laughs> I get it. Like I was envious, but like if I was a girl, I get why you guys mm-hmm. think firefighters are hot. Cause they were like running in <laughs> slow motion, bro. <laughs> So they jump off and they're throwing their jackets on and it looks like it's slow motion, but they're moving fast. Yeah. They throw the tank on their backs. They throw like the, the gas masks on, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Full gear. Right. So they're like sprinting past us running. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like what is happening? Yeah. So we're all out. We get to like, now we walk over to like the road. Correct. Cause now the cop cars have the street blocked off. Yes. And like, six more fire trucks pull up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, like this is a fire fire. Like I'm thinking like Spider-Man one, when he like was in the burning yeah. building fire. Jeez. Right. So there's one fire truck that's in front of the place and yep. they got the ladder going up to the roof. And I look up the roof and I can see the fire, right? Mm-hmm. It's black smoke. Now there's like 10 guys on the roof and they're just ripping up the roof. And remember they've been repairing the roof for the past like two weeks. So any work oh, they, that they did in those gone. two weeks is completely gone. Wow. So they're tearing up this roof and like, I'm watching them and it's like, as they rip it up, more smoke's popping out. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is crazy. So now all of our neighbors, like we're like kind of like gathering around together to talk about what's going on. Yeah. Apparently some of our neighbors have seen some of the roofers go on like a lunch break, but leave the torch on, oh, no. on the roof. Right. What? Okay. One of them asked him one time, like, yo, like the thing is on, can like, don't like, it's a, yeah, it's a torch. Oh. You can't leave that unattended. Yeah. The guy responds and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to get a quick bite. Like it takes too long to heat up. So I just leave it on. Are you dumb? Stupid or dumb? Huh? Oh my gosh. Like, what? Right? Just turn it off. Any like you're on the roof. Any kind of heavy wind blow, like it's gonna somebody gonna get hurt, right? So now we got a fire. 
So our neighbors, the ones you met. Yes. Their place got destroyed. I'm so... When you told me that, I was so like actually distraught. Like I was and, sad. And the thing is, like, if it was our place that got destroyed, I would post the pictures for you guys, but it's not ours. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't, it's kind of like not cool. Yeah. But I sent it to Elliot. Bro, the place is like obliterated because like the, the firemen, mm-hmm. they had to keep going down to see if there was any more whatever Right. Mm. So they, they like ripped their roof out, like their ceiling out, tore it down. Like the place is destroyed. It's destroyed. In the process though, they ended up kicking in all of our doors. Here's the joke though. <laughs> My door wasn't locked. <laughs> when we left, <laughs> so just, I just, we just closed it. We didn't lock it. Right. But they so kicked it no in. Need. So funny. now our door is bust up. Like, like the little piece, like, because the bolt wasn't locked, yeah. that part is intact of the frame okay. of the door. That's good. But where the handle is, is where the wood like got mm. destroyed. So the door is broken. Jeez. They pulled our curtains down off our windows. Jeez. I don't know. I, I can't get mad at them. They're doing their job. Like, I don't know what yeah. the protocol is for firefighters, but I'm like, I don't know why they ripped our stuff down. Yeah. For most people, it's life over limb. They don't care about what they're breaking. Right. So making sure you're alive. Get this though. So yeah. it seemed like the fire was more on the other side of the building from our apartment, which yeah, unfortunate for the people who it affected, but for us, thank God. I was about to say. However, now so our our property company that manages our building, yeah. they're trash. Like trash glad bag on a Tuesday. Like <laughs> trash. Right? <laughs> People are here. Actually, they weren't even here yet. Priya calls them and they're like, hey, um, the building's on fire. Is anybody coming to, like, it's your building, right? Yeah. I don't know if they were going to, like, I don't know what's going on. Right? Okay. So we're all there. They don't say nothing to us. Like the, uh, the owners? Yeah. Not, not the owners. So like, it's a property management company that works on behalf of the owners. Got it. Okay. Right? So don't say nothing to us, but we're here. Like we're standing here. Not even like a, Hey, is everybody okay? Right. Yeah. Sorry. This happened in the midst of it. We're watching the firefighters destroy our neighbor's place. And then we get an email from them. The email reads, um, we're aware of the fire. Uh, as we know right now, we don't know the cause, but we're working to figure it out. Um, and then, in, and then in, like, in like bold letters, it goes to our knowledge, nothing though. Like all your apartments are fine. There's been no damage, <laughs> but we're watching <laughs> the firefighters destroy their apartment. I'm not laughing. I preface this. I'm not laughing at the damage. I'm laughing at the sheer stupidity bro, of what that statement bro, is. We're watching what? it. Oh my gosh. That's like, that's like, it's raining, right? Yeah, I you like like you call your boss. You say, "Yo, it's raining really bad. I gotta like I'm wet." Mm-hmm. And then he says, "I'm looking at the forecast though. There's no rain today, but you're standing in it. <laughs> That's like what? What? Oh my! Okay, all right, continue. So about maybe like we're outside for like 
I don't even know. It felt like a long time. It could have been like maybe an hour or more. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the fire department's like, okay, the air is clear. You guys are good to go back in. But yeah. now we're like, <laughs> we don't have doors that work. <laughs> yeah. One of us don't have an apartment. <laughs> yeah. What's right? going to happen here? So luckily for us, me and Priya, our apartment's like fine. Mm-hmm. Minor damages. But they're replacing all our doors. Who knows when? They're now, now they're saying that due to COVID, we might not know when we can get the doors and all this other stuff. Oh, my. But door, it's like one of the most important things of a house. Right. So now oh as we gosh. use our door, we, uh-huh. like, we, it can only close by being locked by the bolt, like the, like the, the deadlock. Oh, OK. Because if not, it's going to open. There's nothing. There's yep. no frame. Mm-hmm. So. The property company's insurance is involved now, but now that the insurance is involved, things are kind of like expedited and moving quickly. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the roof will be fixed by this, by the end of this week. And in my head, I'm like, then why has it been like two, three weeks that they've been working on the roof? <laughs> yeah. Like, why didn't you hire these people in the first place? Whoever's going to fix right? it now. Yeah. But bro, that's our life that's now. W- D- so... Uh, to your neighbors, I don't know if you got to talk to them much in terms of how they're going through that situation. Are they going to sue? You can't sue. Like it wasn't anybody's fault. Well, I meant like if it turns out to be that it was malpractice of like the people who left the torch on, knowing that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. I don't know how it works. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know how it works. I would assume like some level of like compensation for damages in terms of their stuff. Well, they're, they're like insurance has them in a hotel right now. Yeah. I would assume that priority is obviously their apartment because it's destroyed. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. Dang, man. Like, like there's a whole group chat now with all the neighbors. Yeah. And they're just like, it's like a bonding moment. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it all together. Everybody roast the executive, whatever oh, the property. Crazy. That's wild, man. Crazy. So like in terms of that stuff, nothing else hit your building. No, we're like our building's fine. Wow. Besides the door and the curtain. Wow. That's a blessing right there. Wow. Right. That's crazy, man. I don't know what like, like what would your mindset be? Like I get material things are material things, but what would your mindset be if like that was your building? Like you were the one that was your, like, I don't like thinking like that, but what would you think your mindset would be? I don't know what I would do. My mindset would be, well, A, I have insurance. Like you have to have renter's insurance. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm never worried about the things, which is why I only grab the laptop and the hard drive Mm -hmm. because the things on that is way more valuable to me than the actual equipment I use. Fair enough. But, uh, it would suck. Like it sucks. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I, I, as much as I would say, like, as long as like whoever I'm with is like safe and we're not hurt, that's the important part. Everything else like is just mundane in comparison, but I'd still feel some type of way. I mean, if it was us, whatever money we get back, I'd be like, let's try to buy like everything back as cheap as possible and then keep the rest. <laughs> Honestly. Cause that'd be a hey. huge payout. That's a huge yeah. payout. Yeah. It's an entire building. Yeah. Wild. And I, and, Dang, and I, and I have my whole studio insured too. So like if that was damaged, that'd be even more on top of the regular insurance. So I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> how was, how was, how was Priya when she took, when like, cause you dealt with it, but how did she deal with it? 
Priya, she's more like, I don't even know how to describe it. So like me in that situation, I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to talk to nobody. I need to like assess what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not really thinking about like whose fault it is. I'm thinking about like, are we going to be able to sleep somewhere tonight? Okay. Priya is more like rallying with like the neighbors and like upset about it together. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was as upset as she was. Cause yeah. my mind's, I just, I just, I just, I don't know. That's just not me. Yeah, that's but fair. We're both fine. Like, I don't like. That's good. That's what, well, because, that's what because, I. Because like our place is like overall, like it was annoying. It was scary almost, but we're fine. Mm-hmm. So it's not really much for us to feel, mm-hmm. but it is annoying. And then, yeah. And then, and then get this. Mm. So after it all happened, the neighbors, they're like, you guys can come over. Cause one of the neighbors lives downstairs, right? Like they're, so the way our building is, there's different apartments. Ours is like on the top L. level. And then yeah. the rest of them was on the top level, except for one unit, which is a double. So they have a downstairs and an upstairs mm-hmm. that those people had basically, they basically have the biggest apartment. Yeah. So they're like, you guys can come over. Let's like, let's whatever. Like, I don't know what to call it. What would, what would you call that? Like, like a power or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A little session. So they all go over there and apparently they hear the, the guy who, who's been leaving the torch. Yeah. Complaining <gasps> about the fact that he has to do all this by himself. And like, I don't even know why they called the fire department because I could have put it out myself. It wasn't even that big of a fire. In oh there. my gosh. I didn't hear it. I was, I was in the studio. I went back cause I had work to do. Yeah. I didn't hear that, but they heard it. And they're like, like, bro, like what? Not like, that time. It is not the time for that. I feel like if I heard that, I would have cussed him. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, are you dumb? Absolutely. Fam? Like, What's wrong with you? Why are you saying that? Yeah. That's not, that's not the time. If you got a comment, keep it to yourself. But yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah. But yeah. When you, cause I literally was sitting in, uh, cause I didn't, you didn't tell me the full details until now, but uh, you texted me. He's like, Hey, yo, uh, my building's on fire. I'm like, excuse me. What? Yeah. <laughs> he just sent me pictures of it. I was like, Holy crap, dude. I let what you know. Heck? I let you know. Cause I'm like, okay, he should know what's going on. Yeah. But I didn't tell the story. Cause I'm like, it'll be good for the podcast. That's true. <laughs> that, that's another thing. Yo, in the midst of all that, I'm thinking, dang, this is a great story for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm out here thinking about business as the place the is burning down. Right? <laughs> How can we monetize it? Yo. How can we get this for, for clout, for the views? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's hilarious. But no, I was just happy you both were safe and nothing else like happened. Like it sucks yeah. for your neighbors, but I'm just happy you guys were safe. And it would have sucked there, if someone's but... pet got stuck in there. Like, dude, if it was that dog that I met, I would have been like, I'd actually probably shed a couple. It was that apartment, but they had the dog with him when that's they, when they good. got out. Yeah. Cause I think one of the pictures was, I saw the dog and I'm like, okay, we're good there. Yeah. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's wild, man. I mean, what a great way, I guess. Not a great way to start your week, but... And the guy whose I, apartment it was, he was at work. Right? So it was, it, really? was just, it was just his girl and the dog that was at home. Oh, So she calls no. him and like, imagine coming, like leaving work early, right? coming home and walking in and your place is destroyed. Gone. And you had no opportunity to... I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Yeah, that'd be terrible. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say to that. That's tough, bro. <laughs> I mean, I was, what was it? This past weekend was okay. And like starting Monday was, I, I didn't have a Monday like yours, but I watched uh, a UFC event, UFC 266, mm-hmm. probably one of my, and I don't usually often, I usually just watch the main card for UFC fights, but I watched the whole thing, like the prelims to the actual whatever. It was a good, it was a really, really good event. Wasn't it, it was wasn't fantastic. it Nate Diaz fighting? Yeah. Or Nick, Nick, Nick Diaz, Nick his Diaz. older brother. Yeah. So like every, it was like nostalgic because he hasn't fought in six years and him and Robbie Lawler haven't fought in 17 years. So like Jeez. that was really the main. And then, um, uh, one of the goats of like women's fighting, mm. uh, Valentina Shevchenko also fought absolutely dominated as she usually does. She has six title defenses. She has defended her belt six times. That's insane. So she did that, which was fantastic. And during her post fight uh, press conference, whatever, because they usually do that for the winners and they ask questions. Um, she was asked a question about uh, ring girls. Like the ones that so hold the signs? The, the signs up. Yeah, for that. The reason why she was asked that is because, do you know who Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov is? I think so. I don't know. He fought Conor McGregor. Like he's the most. Yeah, I, I remember the fight. name. Yeah. Undefeated 29 and 0 when he retired. Mm-hmm. Like probably one of the greatest UFC fighters of like all time. Anyways, he is retired, but he is starting his own fight promotion. Mm hmm. Uh, which is called, I have the name of it here. Yeah. It's called Eagle fighting championships. Okay. This is a promotion, whatever. And he was asked about how he's going to set it up, whatnot. And one of the comments he made is that he doesn't want ring girls at his, he's not going to have ring girls for his promotion because I mean, he it's said, kind of, it's, it like, it's kind of a, Waste of a job. In so, my okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about that because that was his mindset too, is that um, he pretty much just said that what is the f- function, right? Like you can show, right. So like the quote he said is that what is their function? I have a question. You can show that it is the second round on the screen and you realize he's like, I realize that it is history with ring card girls uh, history knows many mistakes. We read history to avoid mistakes of the past in the future. Mm. If we look in the history, it says they are useless. Uh, that is my personal opinion. If Dana White maybe likes it, maybe you do too. But my name is not Dana. My name is Khabib. So um, pretty much he's like, he, I'm, I don't see the need for it. I think it's a, a useless job. And I think that you can, again, as he said, you can just put up the screen like the... The file just being like round two. You don't need somebody to hold up a sign to do it. That's true. So the comment or the interviewers asked Valentina about that. And she had her own thoughts and mm. she was like super against what Khabib said. He pretty, she pretty much just said, um, she said pretty much beautiful women is a decoration of any event. And I want people to know that. And no one has the right to say that they are useless because they are in the place where they have to be. And she said, they were here at the beginning and you will come to any event and you will see beautiful woman. And you, as a man, like everyone, enjoys it, right? It's beautiful, right? This is decoration. 
That is why this is my message. Beautiful women are a decoration of any event. Not fair to call them useless. So, so is it better to call them a decoration? <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. So and this I, is and now. I don't, I don't see it calling the women useless. I see it calling the job useless. Yeah. But then so she's actually was, calling the women a decoration. I don't. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. So like, the, again, the Twitter sphere literally blew up and everybody's like, well, now Khabib's being like sexist because like, wow, why? Why you, if a woman wants to do this, why can't she do this? It's not a useless job if she wants to do it, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm like, is this really like, I hate Twitter so much to die on. Like why? Like who cares? I don't think it's sexist at all. No. So I, I just, cause I watched it. I'm like, I think this, and I hate this because the fights were so amazing. This story kind of overshadowed it. Because again, it's just drama, and it just pissed me off. Because the fights were amazing. Okay, do so you, yeah, that, that's do you think the, the them doing that job mm-hmm. adds value? No, I won't say add value because sex always adds value to stuff. That's what I was about to say. Yes, do it you will think, add value to. Do you think worse. if it wasn't there, the sport of UFC would would um? take a hit no 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 if bruce because buffer didn't announce you think he would take a hit yeah see i think it would take exactly a hit. i don't think i don't think the girls walking around with the signs is a make or break of the ufc and i think like the mm-hmm. guy said if dana is wants that then cool that's cool for the ufc mm-hmm. <laughs> you know if he doesn't yeah. want it like how much okay how much are those girls getting paid let's find out google it uh, how much does a ring girl make in the UFC? Ba, 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 ba. So it's gotta UFC be some. It's gotta be some bread because, like, that's a dumb job to take if it's not if you're not getting paid. I uh, you'd be surprised. Let's find out. So you, so I'm reading two things right now. So this might be different because there are some more, like, yeah, right here. So UFC ring girls make from $1,000 to $5,000 for pay-per-view events per fight. Annually, UFC ring girls make from twenty dollars to $50,000, which side ventures included UFC ring girls earning can go up to a million per year. Ariane Celeste being an example. She's like the most famous ring girl. Everybody knows her. But in reality, pay-per-view events, all of them outside of like their own branding are making $5,000 dollars for pay-per-view events how many the fight how many events would you share in a year uh for pay-per-view events mm-hmm. it's usually like six or seven actually maybe less actually okay so it's a, it's a side hustle yeah but still five grand to like do that i oh, mean okay yeah actually no there's wow there's a lot more what no way Okay, so maybe they're counting those under fight night as well. So the average like pay-per-view is last year for 2019, it was or in 2019 it was 42. So it ranges from like 39 42 to 45. Fights? Yeah, 42 or, or, events, events. Well, that's bread. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. So I, yeah. oh. I can't I can't knock it. I can't I can't but I also can't like I I wouldn't I don't care. It's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and again, this is all dependent on also your 
like your clout level for these kind of positions. Because for example, Ariane Celeste is probably one of the most well-known ring girls in the UFC. So she outside of like, cause she has like 3 million, 3 million followers on Instagram and she's, she's a co-host of her own TV show and a model featured in Playboy magazine and sports illustrated Maxim, et cetera. So she has her own other hustles, which bring her net worth to like 3 million bucks. But yeah. other people like the lower end, like ring girls usually get to 30 K give or take. Yeah. But that's just right? off of that though. That's what I mean. So like, but some, if like, like, some people, like some people own... look at that and be like, yeah, but 30 K is not a lot, but in, in perspective to just hold a sign mm-hmm. and, that's and, and basically like be fit. Yeah. That's easy. You're essentially, yeah, you're, you're essentially sex appeal. That's yeah. your job. And see, I can't knock it because that's, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you know, sex sells, especially for that. Like that's why people, again, I don't think in today's maybe before it, that's probably what brought people in. Mm-hmm. But now I think for UFC specifically, I don't think that's the case because the fighters are their own character, like their own personas. Like that's mm-hmm. why people come to see them. They don't come to see ring girls. I don't think a single person who I, who loves UFC could tell me three of the ring girls names. I didn't even know any of their names. Right. They're just ring girl one, two, and three. They're just <laughs> exactly right. That's what I mean. So, but then again, I it's get, like, it's like, okay, but they're models though. So like it's, it's yeah. in their realm of what they do, mm-hmm. especially if they're playboy models, like, well, that's what I mean. Right. I don't think it's sexist. No, I think, if you're not Dana White, it doesn't make sense to spend that much money on ring girls when you could put on the screen. Correct. Um, Invested in something else. But I don't think like, I also don't think like it should be gone and it's whatever, whatever. I don't really have any thoughts on it. It doesn't affect yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, I was indifferent. The only reason why I brought it up is because I hated the fact because like, I'm a fight fan. I love fighting. Mm-hmm. And I hated the fact that it was such an amazing event. This I watched it because the event ended around like 1.32 in the morning because of the the actual main card. Mm-hmm. I hated the fact that this took over what was a great event. That's what pissed me off. I was like, why are we talking about this? Who cares? It's a stupid conversation. Move on. Well, I will say this. Whenever the average person watches UFC, I'm, I guarantee that when they see the ring girls, they always say, what's the point? Yeah. There's always, there's always something to say about the ring girls. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe that's part yeah. of the marketing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, it's free publicity, but yeah, that was it's the paid publicity, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, paid publicity. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a job. I don't care. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I was also trying to find something that ha- did not have to do with the pandemic, bro. You failed. Oh my god, you failed. Didn't no, you? I didn't. I actually, I got it. It's a little more of a heavier topic, but it's it's not the pandemic. Thank goodness. Um. Have you been, um, okay. So like the moment, this is more of the U S stuff is again, Canada has kind of just been, Trash. we've talked a lot more of the, yeah. Uh, U S kind of has a border crisis going on right now. Uh, oh, with, with, the, with the whips. So that yes, because it, well, at first from the beginning, as soon as Biden took office, we had a border crisis with a lot of central and South Americans trying to come up and we had like a huge border crisis with or the US had a huge border crisis with illegals coming over the border. Mm-hmm. Now we have a lot of Haitian people coming up. Mm-hmm. 
So now it's like it's the mix right now. So it says right now more than 10,000 migrants from Haiti have converged on the U.S. border at Del Rio, Texas, and up to 30,000 are also seeking to travel north. Mm-hmm. So their experiences are similar to those of migrants from Central and South America, where political and economic instability and climate change are threatening their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. And as you said, um, as you said, there's been a lot of stuff with, the, for example, the guys on horses with the whips. Yeah. Right. Not a good look. And um, a, a bunch of other stuff. So now it's it's the situation as to why all of a sudden are is like is this influx of people coming in like why is this the case now is the question and so a lot of people are saying is because for example under the the trump administration is what they're saying here is that because he was a lot more strict on borders Mm -hmm. and that it was more difficult to do that there was less influx of people but when biden said that he's like we're gonna make sure that any like if you want to come to the u.s you're gonna come to the u.s and a lot of people took that as like, well, this is open arms and now we're going to come in. Essentially, like he he didn't outright say it, but everybody took it as, oh, open porters, everybody, let's go. Right. Yeah, so that's I don't know. Right. So the now it's because everybody's a, like, for example, they've interviewed people who are coming up and they're saying the U.S. is a beacon. Being like, wow, I can leave places like Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, and then like now Haiti, and I can come in and because the president is being lenient. But you still gotta Literal. come in, like you still gotta go through process. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I like for you still <laughs> you can't, you gotta do all this. Be like, all right, I'm American now. Like uh, again, a lot of people are under that mindset, being like, I just have to get over the border and I can start my life. Nah. that's the mindset of a lot of people i saw i saw a lot of people upset about the whole whips and things mm-hmm. i don't know like i don't know okay here's my thoughts okay i don't know the process of how to defend the border whips and like horses to me seems kind of like <laughs> the old school yeah right yeah um Seems kind of a, a little more inhumane than, yeah, you know, yeah. However, can't just jump the border, like, oh, right. And then, and then, and then the whole idea of like, yeah, but their countries, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, if someone down your street, if their house catches on fire and burns down, mm-hmm. and they just walk into your house now, well, exactly. You're just gonna let him? Like, I don't think anyone's gonna be like, yeah, come through. Some mm-hmm. people would. Majority yeah. would be like, um, no. No. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, to the uh like, like the they're whipping- like on both sides, yeah, it's yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, I get it, right? Like, well, two things. The first thing is like I watch the videos of the whippings and I've seen both sides. Like, I try to like again, I try to make sure I'm balanced when it comes to whoever's reporting what. I hate big news. I hate it because mm-hmm. everybody's just trying to, they're all politically influenced by who they support. From what I saw, it didn't look like they were actually whipping any, like, like an actual person. They were just doing it to be like, back off, back off. Don't come. Like, you know, you can't come through mm-hmm. is what I saw. I could be wrong. I didn't like, know whips were still a thing, bro. I didn't either. Besides like some that's like sh- some like kinky yeah. what stuff. Like <laughs> Yeah, I was I saw it. And I'm like, 
do we not have guns? Like, do we not have like what? What was yeah. going on here? Like, what happened to right? like warning shots? But I mean, yeah. but then again, they they do a warning shot and hit somebody. And then we're like, ah, they're just killing people. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I don't know. We, we we can never be satisfied with anything, it, right? It's the other thing was that because I've had this conversation with my parents a lot is the because I'm very torn with this this topic in particular the the idea of what is like the process of like the thought process of somebody deciding to cross the border. Mm-hmm. Like I, my parents know, and I know a lot, a lot of people who have either had family or people who are, who have been to the, who are in currently the country illegally, who have made it there and moved to Canada, et cetera. Like I know people like that. And so the question is now it's like, well, as somebody who is part of that culture, do I, uh, like I can understand. I understand. I will never take away from somebody who went through that and was like, you made it here. You did this. I don't think it's the right thing to do because you risk certain death. You risk deportation, like imprisonment, <laughs> right? Like a lot of stuff. I think there's better ways to do it, but I will never take away from somebody who went out of their way to go do that. I, but see now the, I don't know how I feel about that. I, right. See, I don't know. We like I'm torn, but the other thing is I'm, or like, like the people who say we should have looser border restrictions. I don't really agree with that because I, don't I think, think I don't that think that makes sense. It doesn't make sense because I think that it creates more problems. It, it, it like it's statistically proven that more violent. Again, I'm not saying this to like generalize, but it's proven statistically that when we have looser borders. More violent acts happen closer to the borders, more drug and stuff come into the, into Uh the U S et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it's difficult to have that mindset when I have people or my family and my culture is part of that. Right. So like, I, like, I'm not saying like my parents tell me always the stories of like people who they knew is like, they're fleeing like government tyranny and like violence in there. And it's like, I get that. I get it. But that shouldn't be an excuse for the border. The government doesn't work on the 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 minority of people's situations. They work on what's best for the country. And having a looser border, in my opinion, doesn't is not the best thing for the US mm-hmm. or even for Canada. I don't think any don't think loose border should be. I think I think no. I think when people say that, I don't think they really think about like the logistics mm-hmm. of yeah running a country mm-hmm. it's like it's I, like it's almost like okay i was listening to the joe budden podcast this week mm-hmm. and they were talking about because it, it came out that michael k williams officially mm-hmm. it was fentanyl and um what meth i think mm-hmm. and they were they were just talking about drugs and how like a lot of things nowadays have fentanyl in it. Yeah. So the one guy was saying like, this is why we just, we, we should just make drugs legal everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause once it's regulated, it's this, this and that. Yeah. And that's easy to say without thinking about the consequences. Correct. So the one guy rebu- like his rebuttal was, well, here's the thing though. Cause like you can't make drugs just free for everybody because now like, like he was talking, like, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of drug use and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. he was talking about crack cocaine, right? 
that's an addictive substance that you can't function off of. Yeah. Right? He was saying there's certain drugs that you can still function with while taking them. Crack cocaine, you can't, right? Yeah. So if it's legal now, the accessibility to it to, to now make it crack cocaine and available to everybody is not safe mm-hmm. for the public, right? right? And now you have people who normally wouldn't want to do it because it's illegal and they're not into doing illegal things will look at it and be like, oh, I could try it now because it's legal. Yeah. So making it legal just so that you don't die off fentanyl and it's like, like the consequence, like you got to think about the consequences of the things you're like fighting for when you really think about it. Right. And that's what I mean. It's like, I think that again, I have to the people who talk about like looser border restrictions. I'm like, I can speak on understanding because I have actual perspective and know people behind that. Like I'm literally, my culture is that like, I know people of that. The thing is, is that I can't say that that is a good idea. I would say if you think that go live near the border, go live near Texas. See if I think a lot of people can talk like that because they're so far away Mm. and disconnected from the situation that they don't really see it as something they can just speak their mind. And that's it. Like go live actually where it is and go see if your, your lifestyle or your way of life is affected because of this. It is. It, is. it really is. Even like, like even just like mathematically. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, like I know there's a joke of like, Oh, they're taking our jobs. But if you're just letting everybody in, mm-hmm. you're going to run out of jobs <laughs> yeah. and they get mad about it. So I, like, right? I, and I'm not, I'm not against immigration and all that stuff. No, but I do. I do see the purpose of having border restrictions for a reason. Correct. Right. Like I, I think it just because you're trying to, and this is the problem I had with, again, I don't care what politician, but specifically because Biden's in office, this is the problem I had with what his campaign was on is being like, well, the way he mouthed it off, it sounded like this man's like, no, we're accepting of everybody and anybody that wants to come to the U S Oh. And I'm just like, bro, that's a mistake because now you see the surge and they don't want to admit it's a crisis. I'm like, yes, it is. Like first for the first like three months, you had Latinos of every single corner of Central and South America trying to come up. Now you got Haitians. Now you got other groups of people coming up. It's like, come on. Like you got to just call an ace an ace. I've never heard that term before. An ace an ace. I think it's that. Isn't it a or spade, spade a spade? spade, a spade. A spade. That's what it is. Oh, I thought you. Ace I, of I, I thought you knew something. I did it, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you gotta call a spade a spade. So I was just like, because you just want to, you want to everybody to just like you for being like progressive. It's like, well, no, you just gotta make the tough decisions sometimes. And again, I'm not discrediting anybody that wants to, who is actually dealing with a real life situation over there, but. The answer is not. It's not. It's not simple. It illegally, like, it's not a it's simple not, answer. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Right? No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I think they think it's a simple answer, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's there's it's way not. too it's much that goes complex, into that, right? And so that's why, like, I'm torn, literally fifty fifty. But if I had to pick a side, I would choose the stricter restrictions because I'm like, because if you do that, it forces people who are trying to take advantage of those situations, like essentially the people who are getting paid to bring people over there, Mm -hmm. it loses their hold and grip on influencing other people, et cetera. Right. Like I'm not for that. So 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy situation. And I'm just like, it sucks because like, again, knowing people in my life and in my parents' lives who have like actually been affected by stuff like this, I'm just like, guys, like, let's come on, let's move along. Get it together. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It is wild, right? But yeah, I couldn't find like that was the thing. It's like those were the two stories that like because I'm like, I'm trying to avoid the pandemic. At least I was really struggling am. not talking about COVID. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Because it's just everywhere. All right. I'll, I, I got one for you. Okay. So I saw this story. You know who Boosie Badass is? I do not. He's a rapper. Okay. He, like, I, okay. Did you hear about the rapper that got. Um, banned from Instagram for talking about Lil Nas X. No, I did not. Saying like how like they're forcing the gay agenda on kids and stuff. No, explain this oh. to me. That's not that's that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking oh, like okay, that okay. that rapper in particular. Okay. Anyways, so he was out, I guess, and a fan came up to him, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yo, can I get a picture?" And I guess he just really recently released a movie, whatever. And he said, you, you buy my movie? And the guy goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, nah, I, I just watched it on YouTube. Oh, and no. then he, and then he goes, I'm not giving you a picture. <laughs> he, wow. he, said, he said it a little bit more harsh in a little bit more words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically he was like, get out of here. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Oh, the, the fact that he didn't give him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cause a lot of people are like, yo, you're wrong for that. Like you're tripping, like be humble and all these things. I've got, I've got two sides to that. Okay. I'll explain. Okay. The first side is the side of the fan. I think, yeah, if you're trying to meet somebody that sure you admire and like, they're kind of, yeah, that's kind of a, a, like a dick move. Like why? Like, come on. Like if there's somebody that's trying to support you by like consuming your content, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Here's the other side. The way the kid consumed it, I understand his reaction. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. And the reason why I I get it is because, like, for example, doing this podcast and seeing like people like you and other people ex- actually create stuff and put effort and blood, sweat, and tears into it. Yeah. Only for someone to consume it in a way that's like, well. Like that's good for them, but it's like, not, screw it you, help you, right? Like it doesn't help me. Right. I get the reaction. I get it. It's like, did you, did you buy my movie? It's like, well, no, I, I watched it for free. Why am I going to pay for something if I can just watch it for free? Like, well, but you it want to pitch me. it, right? Like, <laughs> right. It's like, you just want to take advantage of my hype, but you're not willing to invest in it. See, like, like, I think that just goes back again to like how the public views creators. Yeah. Cause I posted, I posted something this week. Um, it was another podcast, but he was talking, it was a music, like he was talking about music and yes, he, I saw he that. said yeah, something yeah, yeah. and I thought it was actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. He goes, he doesn't think that a Spotify membership should be 10 bucks a month. Yes. I saw that. And he said, he, I'm, I'm going to speak from his perspective. He, he goes, I don't mm. think we should have access to the entire world of music for $10 a month. Right. Mm. Cause in reality, yes, it's true. You stream my album. I'm probably going to get 25 cents yeah. off that album. Right. But he made, he made a really good point that I was thinking about. 
And he was saying how back in the day before streaming was what it is now, mm-hmm. when people would listen to music, they would actually go out of their way and purchase an album. Yep. Those albums would be anywhere from $10 to 20 bucks, right? Yeah. And the artist would see majority of that money, right? But the mindset of the, guy, of the person purchasing it is way different now because it's like, I just spent 20 bucks on this project. I'm going to listen to it differently, mm-hmm. right? I'm actually going to listen and take time. And like, I bought it. Like, it has value, you know? Yep. Now it's like, I'm paying 10 bucks a month. I have access to all this stuff. Um, Drake drops. Mm, I'm not into it. You don't even you don't even really listen to it because the value of the albums nowadays is gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Like, if I like, like if we were to ask like a new generation what the value of an album was, I wonder what they would say. Like what the actual price would be. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I think I think if if you weren't around for the album days, mm-hmm. like back when like when you want to get an album, you have to purchase it on iTunes. Yep. I don't think they would know what the value of an album is. Yep. I remember those days. I right? remember the days of being like, I get a paycheck and like, I can only purchase certain songs because I'm still broke. So I got like that one ninety nine song and be like, okay, I'm going to invest it because right? I want to hear this. And like, I, like, I remember the days of like me and Joel and some other guys from church, whatever. We'd be so excited for like uh, a Lecrae album to drop. We all, yeah. we all bought the album. So we all yep. could listen to it at midnight kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, like if you just do quick math in your head, nine ninety nine mm-hmm. for Spotify, right? You're getting everything that's made, basically, right? Mm-hmm. If you divide that up, <laughs> that's your like the value on the albums now is is cents. Yeah, it's cents, right? Because yeah. Drake is streaming what <laughs> billions of streams. Yeah, like unless you're the top guys. You're not going to see any of that money. It's a huge yep. pile of money going to Spotify. Yep. So I don't blame creators for like, if he's like, nah, I, I didn't, I didn't pay for it. I watched it on YouTube. Get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. Go get a picture yep. from me off of YouTube and then well, that, Photoshop what I mean. yourself you call into you, it. Call yourself a fan, yeah. but you're not willing to like invest in what I'm doing so that you can be entertained. Yeah. Right. And it's not like the fact like we're like asking for your money. We're just saying if you call yourself a fan, but you're taking shortcuts to be that fan, right? Like that you don't call yourself that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I get that a hundred percent. I think I think that go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, I I was just gonna say I think that um it's just I I I don't think it's going to get any better for up and coming artists. I don't oh, think it's, it's gonna get any better. I think it's gonna get right? better for any creator. No, not at all. Like I'm a, I'm a very big fan and this just comes with like music, TV, like video games, whatever. I'm a big fan of purchasing physical stuff mm-hmm. still. I'm oh, a very big fan. Like, I, I, I want to like get physicals of my album yeah. and sell them. But I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. There's, there's no point. People already have it. Right. Like I'm a big fan of like one thing I've started to collect is like I've collect, I'm starting to slowly collect vinyls. Mm-hmm. I like having physical albums up because I'm like, I like this. I love this album so much that I want to have an actual physical thing in my hand being like, this is how much I actually support mm-hmm. the actual creator. 
but I get what you mean. I get it. And and here's the hard part, right? So I, I posted mm-hmm. that video and this YouTuber I know, he messaged yeah. me and he was like, and he goes, see, here's the thing now, right? You have to create value off of something else now. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta offer people something for free that's gonna funnel them in. And then from there, you, you give them the product. Uh, but but okay. see, that's, that's hard now because what if the creative doesn't have the business mind? Yeah. What if, my, what, if, what if my only skill or my best skill is music? Yep. I can't just make music and be good at that anymore. I have to be good at music and also be a business mogul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because yep. again, let's, let, let's look at my album first. For example, mm-hmm. I put years into that album. I spent mm-hmm. so much time. I spent a lot of money on that album, right? All the beats. I don't, I don't make the beats myself, right? Yep. And they're not free either. So I spent a yep. lot of money and, and they're not cheap either. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of years on it. Right. And the moment I press send to the distributor, which I got to pay for even more to just put it yeah. out there. Anyone who already has Spotify gets it for free. Yep. Right. So it's like, okay, now that I've given you the free item, now I got to create something else to bring you in to sell to you now. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not a yeah. businessman. <laughs> I'm not That's a sales I mean. guy. I'm the music guy. Mm-hmm. So now I got to go out of my way to figure other, other things out. And it's tough. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the, I never really realized that, like I knew of it, but I felt it for real. Like when we were on our off season, mm-hmm. investing in this podcast. Yeah. It's like every little thing. <laughs> everything costs like, money. Well, no, everything is, that's what I mean. It's like, well, I think I'm like, no, I can create it. I'm like, no, there are, there are limits to what we can do for our brand. There are sometimes you just have to, you have to go out and find other people who are better at it. Or you do, or you, you do the slow grind and you learn I mean. everything yourself, but that takes time even more, especially yeah, exactly. if, you're, if you have a day job. Exactly. Right? right. So it's just, now it's like, I, it's a level of like, well, I appreciate like our, essentially like our baby of like what we've created so much. But then for people to just be like, oh, yeah, I, I just consumed it. Right. Didn't really do and, much else. It's and, like, and that's why, it. and that's why people say when you're starting a business, consistency is the key. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you, if you think about the amount we put into this, especially just during the off season, mm-hmm. like I came in season two, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at what you've done from season one, to two to now here. Mm-hmm. If you were to just stop, Ugh. that's a waste. I can't even and people front, wouldn't even like, know how much is wasted. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like literally, I think I every like I, I, I now know this like every creator I think gets that point. Yeah. Just being like, what's the point? Yeah. And I got that, I got that when like when we now started doing visuals mm-hmm. and YouTube. Like I was like halfway through editing a video and I was just like what is the point if I'm going to get like seven to like 10 views on YouTube Mm -hmm. or like we're editing all this audio and we're getting like whatever amount of listeners. Yeah. Right. Like what, what is the point? You have to have tough skin. (laughs) That's what I mean. And I always get reminded myself to something is that you can stop, but like you, you're just going to, 
go back to the same thing that you started at the beginning. Nothing will change. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's going to change. Like you're just going to go back to square one. Whereas you've made so much progress now. What, might as well keep going. Might as well keep going. Right. Cause I it think can a only lot of get people, better. Well, exactly. Right. And I, I was watching another interview and somebody said, it's like people, I think don't realize how close they are to like catching like magic in that bottle. Mm-hmm. Like they, like they are literally, they can, they won't even realize half a second. It'd be like maybe one more episode or one more edit mm-hmm. and I'm there and they just stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the hump of over like self doubt being like, is this ever going to be a thing? Is this ever going to do something? One of the best sayings right? I ever heard was mm-hmm. actually from Eric Bellinger, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what he said, he uh, said, I forget how the exact phrase goes. It was really like poetic. But basically yeah. it was saying you can like if if you say Elliot, I want to get in shape. Yeah. And I say to you, it's gonna take you a year. Mm-hmm. Right? But but you gotta be consistent every day for a year. Right? And then you say in your head, yeah, but that's a long time. Yep. I don't know if I could do it for a year. Guess what? A year is gonna come regardless. Yeah. Right. The time, the time will pass regardless of if you do something or not. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just do it because <laughs> you're going to get to yeah. that point anyways. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I thought it was like, I'm true. like, I'm like, it makes sense. You might as well just keep yeah. making stuff. <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. Like uh, it's always the, the mindset going back to regardless of whether or not this ha- like, like we're doing everything we can slowly, but surely making this happen. I still enjoy doing this. I like making content. It's and that's fun. The, and that's the key. You got to find something mm-hmm. that you're passionate about and that you enjoy. Yeah. You can't, you can't just I mean. be hopping on the trends nowadays of like, oh, mm-hmm. like this is what's popping. Because if you're not really into it, once yeah. the trend is done, yeah. your, your content is just trends, right? Yeah, but if you find a- something you really, really enjoy, you might as well keep doing it. Because eventually- That's what I mean. Eventually- <laughs> You know, and if not, yeah. at least you could say you spent your life doing something you loved. <laughs> it's true. So this is, that, that's what I mean. I don't like being trend follower, being trendsetter. Yo, that's that's, that's the that's motto, it. fam. We we don't <laughs> we, we don't do trends. We set trends. That's why I don't be on TikTok. <laughs> for now, for now, until you get on it. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm on it though, I'm out here setting trends. I'm not watching nobody else's that, stuff. That. That's fair. I actually, well, I, mean, I actually unfollowed a lot of people that I used to follow and on Instagram, not, and not because of like pettiness or anything, but because watching other people do what I'm trying to do affects my brain in doing what I'm doing. Like out of a sense of like, okay, you got to explain like, that like, because like, I think like to the regular person. Thing. That's what I right? was going to say. So, I think a lot of people would think that. Right. So if I'm in this, like I have a habit now, if I'm writing songs, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't turn my phone on. Because okay. if I'm in the studio and I'm writing a song and I think the song's fire, mm-hmm. I go on Instagram real quick and I see someone else that's making a song. And in my head, I'm like, dang, I like theirs better. And I start second guessing my whole song. Mm-hmm. You know, you see people making content and it's not out of like a, oh, I'm jealous or like, you know, but it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't want that feeling of comparison to be yep. consuming me as I'm creating. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, so I'll, I'll jump back in once in a while just to see what everyone's doing, to see what's like 
what the market is like for whatever mm-hmm. it is we're doing. That meaning like, what is video quality looking like? Mm-hmm. What is sound quality sounding like? So I, so I know where I'm trying to match. But when it yeah. comes to the actual content and the creative part of it, I can't just be watching everyone else's content. Yeah, it throws because me it's just going to be, yeah, I get that 100%. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, uh, stuff like we've talked about this before. It's just the idea of like how to uh, like how to actually like show support and be supportive mm-hmm. of people trying to create stuff. I try to make it like a an effort for like anybody that's attempting to create something or do something. I was like, I will make it like a mindset to just be like, even if I don't care about it, I'll try to support as much as possible. Right. The best way to support someone is to go create something for yourself for a month. <laughs> yeah. And gain perspective. <laughs> go do that. And then come back and tell you what you appreciate when other people do stuff. That's what I mean. It's just like, it, it's crazy because it's your own time and energy you're taking. Yeah. And then nobody else is consuming it. You feel some type of way. You feel some type of way about it. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I get it with that fan and that I get that hundred percent. I do too. I don't know if I would yeah. do it. I'd probably just be like, yeah, it's cool. I'll get a picture. Yeah. Right. But, but you'd still be like, I would feel well, it too. I'd be like, dang, like, yeah, I'd probably say like some off comment just being like, well, maybe next time you actually purchase the real thing. I'd be like Kanye when he was signing those um, Yeezys. You ever see that meme? No. Where yo, was it? The guy's like, yo, can you sign my Yeezys? And he's like, signing. He's like, no, these are fake, right? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, no, they're not. He goes, yeah, it's fake, but it's cool. It's cool though. And he signed them and he just walked away. <laughs> well, yeah, because he took the ultimate L. You purchased fake Yeezys. Right? And then got Kanye to sign them. <laughs> That's wild. But he signed them still, but he's like, I'm just letting you know. These are fake. Yeah. These are fake. They ain't real. Oh, man. Yeah, but that was, that's, a, that's an interesting story for sure. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up now. Wrap it up. Time for it. Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. If you were able to have dinner with one celebrity of your choice, who would that celebrity be? Dead or alive? Alive. Or both. Alive. Okay. Can we do um like an oh okay, no, no, no. Because now, now I'm thinking like an actor, a musician. No, it's just, uh, it's just one, sport, it has one, one celebrity. Whatever category oh. you want them to be from. That's a good question. And why? This is tough. Yeah, that's tough. Um, we got to think about this for a second. Mm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Like I have idea. Like I, I have a list, but it's like it's just picking one of them is the is the hard part. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I would pick because I feel like it'd just be a fun. I, I it'd be an interesting conversation, and I could say I'd be one of the few people to have that conversation with this person. Probably be Bruno Mars. Really. Yeah, I had a feeling you were gonna say Bruno Mars. Yeah, I I've you always have a enjoyed. Of him in your bedroom. I mean, yeah, I went to his concert. It's fantastic. I the reason why I say this is because we talked about this. I think what was it last week was the idea of just being like low key famous. Mm-hmm. And I because he's like 
like he is beyond beyond famous like he's a a list celebrity mm-hmm. but he doesn't do interviews he doesn't do that like how did i want to like talk to him and just like know how he balances essentially being an international superstar but just being a normal person because he's fantastic at what he does <laughs> and that's what i mean when it's you're like, great at what cares. you do you don't have to be in, the, t- in yeah. the celebrity bs and that's what i mean he's one of the few like musician musicians that like actually cares about his music mm-hmm. and like the mainstream kind of media. And like, so I would love to just pick his brain and just see how, like, because I've gained a better appreciation of it, like watching you make music. Mm. So I would love to see what kind of his like mindset it goes. And he into plays, that. he plays like every instrument too. He plays drums, guitars, piano, like a lot of yeah. like wind and brass instruments. It's crazy. Like I'm a songwriter. So I, w- so I, I write mm-hmm. to music. But yeah. he like produces like the music that, himself. That's what I mean. That's cool. And, he, and and to be honest too, like he was one of probably the first artists like I ever actually like was like dedicated to listening to. You would pay for his I album. Like, I would absolutely pay for his album. I have paid for his album. And so like the thing is too, is that like it, it was funny too. Do you know when it was? It was when uh, we were going to Terrell's uh, wedding mm. is when like, the first time I actually learned to appreciate music was his 24 karat magic album because like I yeah, had a bunch of music on high. there. That's what I mean is I started listening to it and I was like, Oh wow. Like this is like a full on, like this is that album that like, I don't have to skip. Yeah. You just listen to everything. Yeah. Right. And so like, I started to really appreciate like, well, okay. What other albums do I have of music that are the equivalent to this? And then I started seeing like Chris Brown's, then you introduced me mm-hmm. to Trevor and then et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, this gave me a brand new appreciation of what like music really is. Mm. So that's why I like it. You know, that, I think I would pick. You know, right would be cool. Mm. A little bit back to the topic we were talking about before. But if your yeah. Spotify membership gave you ten artists catalog, catalog to listen to, Ooh. and for every ten is another ten bucks. Yeah, that would that'd I be kind of cool. Ooh, that's really cool. I like that. Then you got to really decide who you like and who you don't like. Right to really support because I have my membership now, and I, I, there's like probably ten artists I listen to on rotation. Yeah, I don't. I don't really be like out here using Spotify to find new music. I listen to the ones I like. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of cool. Who would you pick? Ten artists? No, no, no. Your your person. You'd have your oh, celebrity. Dang, I was on that. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, ten artists. We can get to that another time. But yeah, <laughs> my celebrity for dinner would be Chef Ramsay. Oh, I think a- I think out of all the celebrities, I think Chef Ramsay's the coolest. Okay, and it's funny though because everybody knows like Chris Brown's my favorite artist of all time. I wouldn't want to yeah. have dinner with Chris. Yeah, but I think Chef Ramsay. I don't know. I feel like he's a good time. Mm-hmm. He obviously knows food, so having dinner with him would be fun. Yeah, and I think as a businessman. I think he's fantastic at what he does. Yeah. Like he's the only person in my opinion or a celebrity in my opinion, that's an asshole, but still is loved by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. Like who doesn't like Chef Ramsay? <laughs> right. He's dope. So, yeah. I don't know. And I think for sure, like, well, yeah. Cause like you're a chef too. Like you love to cook. Right. So like, like I would like pick his brain apart be... about the food. He'd yeah. probably describe it in a way that I never thought of. And now like I'm tasting like 
daffodils into steak because like his brain <laughs> describes it like that and i'm like i right, see i see it too like i don't know that's a good pick for you that's a good one yeah that's and he's a good funny one. too because like if the food's bad <laughs> you go get a show <laughs> Oh my gosh, you and Chef Ramsay with the show? <laughs> Yo, I would binge that, Imagine, bro. like he gets his dick and he sends it back. It's raw. <laughs> it's getting raw. Like, I'd be like, yo, I'm in the Twilight Zone right now, bro. <laughs> That's funny. That is hilarious. Oh, man. Well, there you go. Question of the week. You had to go with one celebrity to have dinner with. Who would you pick? And why? And why? Let us know that. Sure. But anyways, guys, that's the end. If you guys have any comments, uh, topics you want us to talk about, anything else that you from previous episodes you heard of, you can DM us at Conflict and Interest on Instagram, Conflict and Interest. Also email us at Conflict and Interest at gmail.com. Follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any streaming platforms that you can listen to this to as well. Leave a written rating on Apple Podcasts. Really does help boosting promotion and advertising for the show. As well, we are on YouTube, full visual, so you can see our reactions, our dumb faces, or whatever. Speak brings for a little yourself. More I have a beautiful face. <laughs> well, uh, it brings <laughs> it brings a little more depth to the conversation if you want to listen to that. So it's on our YouTube channels. All of the links are in our Instagram bio, so you can just go and check it out there. Um, but yeah, anyways, EJ, where can they find you at, man? This is Juwan96 on the Instagram. I mean, it's that on TikTok too, but you heard me. Yep. I'm not on TikTok. Right. There it is. But yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out.